What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we're going to take a look at the Bulls schedule in the upcoming week and, and just go over how hard the schedule is going to be for the Bulls. We'll also talk about some troubling trends that are developing with the Bulls so far, specifically on the defensive end and the three-pointers allowed. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So I was, you know, in yesterday's mailbag episode, we kind of started off the episode talking about how uh, the Chicago Bulls, the first quarters have been a problem for them. They started off this season so far in the first seven games. They are negative 30 in first quarters, while the rest of the three quarters, they're plus 37. Um, so that, you know, that brings about some, uh, you know, hope that if they can correct those first quarters, these games will go different ways. But there's some other troubling trends that I do want to talk about because we're Chicago Bulls Central. We have to identify and talk about everything, both the good and the bad with this team. And so far uh, through the first three quarters of the season, the Bulls defensive rating is 131. Let me be clear. I know these advanced stats, they don't always hit for everyone um, the kind of the same way. For defensive rating for players, for teams, if you around average, that's about 110 to 108. Right. So that's that's around the average mark. If you get when you get into the 115, the 118s, those that's terrible for the, the team to have a defensive rating of 131 in the first three quarters so far this season is is atrocious. It's not just bad. It's not just, oh, a little concerning. That is horrible horrible and I even did I underestimated the fact that or didn't think that the defensive rating would be quite that bad just considering you know the, the Bulls first quarters have been their biggest problem at least on paper um, when you're just looking at the box score so the Bulls why still, you know, not not ranking too low on, on defensively for the season, um, according to, you know, other teams and uh, the points allowed. I think points allowed, they're like right, right around 15th or 16th, um, unless they've dropped some with the last couple games, giving up big score scoring uh, nights. But this Bulls team defensively needs to step it up. And that just brings everything home that we've been talking about before. Uh, just looked it up. The Bulls are 15th as far as um, points uh, allowed per game. So not horrible there. The fact that they're, they're able to do that, maintain that with that defensive rating, just bodes well. If this team locks in defensively more, and especially once Lonzo Ball comes back, we know we're missing Drummond and Io and stuff, but once uh, Lonzo comes back, and I don't want to you know blame or arrest everything on Lonzo, this team needs to be solid defensively and lock in even without that, but we know how Lonzo does help this team, especially when it comes to his communication and the way that he really organizes that defense, help players know what's coming by calling it out, things like that. We need more vocal leaders um, out there defensively Lonzo is that but that defensive rating of 131 is terrible it's bad it's it's probably the most concerning thing even outside of what we're about to get into with the three-point uh, percentages that we're allowing that defensive rating got to tighten up especially when you're looking at that being the first three quarters of the game that's just the Bulls have to they have to figure it out they have to figure it out with that being said, defensive rating aside, I want to look at the three-point shooting uh, trends for our opponents so far. So as of right now, uh, the, the Bulls right now are 10th in the league at defending the corner three, which is solid, right? That's solid. They are allowing the sixth highest three-point percentage and, and, and the second highest uh, uh, amongst the, you know, just in crunch time. The, the, the team is shooting uh, or allowing the, the opponents to shoot 5.3% better than their average on the season. So what does that all say? That says this Bulls team is allowing too many goddamn three-pointers and they need to figure it out. The three-point shooting on this team um, that we're allowing um, 
it's just it's it's not good, man. Um, the Bulls need to really tighten that up. They got to figure out this three point shooting thing because this is gonna in a league that's shooting more threes overall. Let's be clear there: the league is shooting more threes, and you're allowing them. We 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 are allowing way too many teams to go off on the three-point percentage with us. And as that trend continues, we're going to continue to dig ourselves in the holes. We're going to continue to make it more difficult on ourselves early in games. Like, this three-point shooting has to has to, has to to get it together. When you look at, again, some of the trends with the three-point shooting, let's go over some of the first halves that teams have had shooting against us. We already know the Philadelphia 76ers in the last game went 10 for 20. Uh, the Spurs opened the game 5 for 6 from 3. The Pacers went on a stretch of being 7 for 8. In the third quarter of that game, um, the Celtics went eight for nine uh, to start the game in three-point percentage. The Cavs went five for six, and in this Heat, six for eight. That's six out of our seven games where the opponents have gone off three-point range. Now, we've won some of those games, but still, with that being said, if this Bulls team defended that three-point shot a little bit better, we're looking at a completely different outlook on top of the... So, like, yes, the first quarters are a problem. So, slow starts have absolutely been a problem for this team, and hopefully that doesn't continue to hold true. But outside of just the first quarter, we're seeing these three-point barrages we're letting other teams go on also contribute to that hole we're digging in. If the Bulls can figure figure out one of the two, you're looking at a completely different team defensively. That means get out to a better start defensively in the first quarter or defend the three-point shot better, which would then also help you not allow teams to get off on you early. Like, this team has to figure out this defensive thing. They have to figure out the three-point shooting. I don't want to hear just resting it on Lonzo Ball. Yes, Lonzo is going to help. But if we're just going to wait on Lonzo, who we don't know when he's going to come back, for sure, it's going to be a tough and ugly season for the Chicago Bulls. While we've eliminated the corner threes, which was a detriment to us last season, we've now made that an asset. We defend that the 10th best in the league. We got to tighten up other things in what we do on the basketball court because it's getting ugly and, and teams are now seeing what they do. They are circling the Bulls on the calendar as a team. Hey, listen, if we get our three-point shooting off, uh, who's going to be our three-point? Who's going to get hot against the Bulls today? Right? That's what this is turning into. We need to figure that out. We we need to see improvements in that area for this team to be able to just be competent, man. Like, yes, we are three and four, but how many of these losses turn into wins if the Bulls are playing better solidly throughout the game? That's what we need to see from this team. That's what we hope to see from this team. And, you know, hopefully they make some improvements in this upcoming week. They had a nice little couple of days off. Uh, you know, they get to come back, do their thing. Hopefully Billy Donovan and this coaching staff is coaching to these points that we're seeing and these trends that we're seeing because this is ugly. It's not. It's ugly. It leaves a lot to be desired, and this is not what you want to see from your team that's supposedly trying to compete, that's supposedly trying to set an identity. The only identity that we've set so far is you're about to get off on us on the first quarter, and you're probably going to hit some of the best three-pointers, the highest three-pointer percentage on the season against us. The Bulls need to tighten that up. Looking ahead to this week, uh, no game tonight. Uh, we do face Brooklyn on Tuesday, Charlotte on Friday. Um, Charlotte on Wednesday, I'm sorry. Boston again Friday, and then Toronto Sunday. That's the first game of a back-to-back. -back. We also face Toronto on Monday and the second game of a back-to-back. -back. This Bulls team needs to tighten up. They're going to have a lot of opportunity to try to get back, back in better defensive rhythm um, over this course of this week. And I want to see the Bulls. Listen, I'm not going to – I've gotten away from predicting wins and losses and things like that. But you want to see the, the Bulls have solid outings against a couple of these teams. Brooklyn is struggling defensively this season. While they still can score with anyone, they are hugely uh, struggling defensively. You want to see the Bulls come in, win that defensive matchup, 
matchup, shoot the ball better, and then win this game. Go off. The Bulls need to go off on this game. We need to see. Last game against the Philadelphia 76ers was the first game in which we got to see Vooch, DeMar, and Zach all score over 20 points in the same game. It came in a loss. We need to see them play better together against better competition, period. The Charlotte game, don't overlook the Charlotte Hornets. It's easy to do it. They don't have the best record on the season. Yes, they haven't looked amazing or like world beaters, but you don't want to overlook it. And Boston is coming in to revenge that loss against us, especially considering the way that we came back. You want to see the Boston Celtics and get a victory there because they're going to come in. They're going to think that they have some things figured out that they can tighten up, get a win over us. You don't want to overlook the Boston Celtics to, 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 go, to go towards the end of this weekend, into the weekend. And then Toronto, Toronto's always a team that matches up well against us. When you look at their length, they're always going to be solid defensively. That is a team that is, that is tall, lengthy. They play hard. They play together. They play smart. They play defense. This is a team, again, you do not want to overlook. You do not want to come in with your best game plan. You don't want to have a slow shooting night, and you don't want to let th let them get off shooting early on either. The Bulls have to come into this this week. They have to be better prepared. They have to be better coached. They have to play better. They have to give you consistent effort in every stretch of the imagination. This Bulls team this week, we want to see lock in. That doesn't mean it's going to translate to every game being a win for this team, but you want to see them play better. You want to see some of the lapses that we're seeing be eliminated. If we can get to that area, if we can see that from this team then we're looking at a completely different game and hopefully a completely different week can we go have a winning record for the week I don't know but hopefully we do with the way that this team just is going to play better from top to bottom and uh, and this th that's what we need to see from this team that's what we need to see from this team period now, some of the questions that are remaining for the Chicago Bulls team, we've had a lot of questions pop up so far in the season. Zach Levine's health, what's going on with him has been one that's on Bulls fans' mind. We already knew that Bulls fans were going to come in, especially with him getting the $200 million contract, looking at, hey, Zach is taking a leap. He is not taking a leap. Now, how much of that is due to health? What is exactly going on with his health? That's one of the biggest questions going on. While I think Zach has answered when he has played the health concerns, he looked pretty good. Some of the decision-making, he's even called out that he should have passed to Vooch late in that game against Philly instead of taking the shot because Vooch was open, as a lot of you guys have pointed out, and was valid. So you want to see Zach improve in those areas. Um, so the question, questions around Zach Levine, I'm not as concerned with. One of the other questions that we've had starting off this season is, what's going on with Patrick Williams? He's put together a solid few games in a row, even playing 32 minutes after playing 15 minutes and, and being sub-20 for, I think, three games in a row. Then he crossed the 20 mark. Then he played over 30, 30 minutes in last game without Zach Levine. This is a team on no Zach Levine did play in that game. Sorry, charges to my mind, not my not my heart. Uh so we we want to see Patrick Williams continue his upward projection. Is it is it the leap that a lot of people were wanting to see from Patrick Williams? No, but he's getting him he's he's improving steadily week after week now and hopefully that's building his confidence. Hopefully that is you know, something that's going to pay off sooner rather than later with P-Will just building that confidence, realizing what he can do out there. And P-Will that buys into himself is going to be a dangerous player for the Chicago Bulls team. Next up, um, as far as questions or, or things that we've gotten answered is this bench is legit. This bench is legit. We have such a better asset with the Chicago Bulls bench being what it was versus last season. Andre Drummond, Goran Dragic have been revelations for this team. And when you look at a bench that otherwise is pretty much the same, yes, Javante moves to the bench after being the starter most of last season. Alex Caruso also on the bench. 
you know, Io's going to eventually move back there, maybe once Lonzo Ball comes back, but we're probably going to initially have Lonzo also play off this bench. This bench is legit. This bench is the one consistent thing that I feel we can bet on night in and night out, and that's an asset. I've said it before. I want to see the starters maintain or start the game off with better energy like the bench comes in with, but that bench, that bench is a legit, is a legit weapon. One of the last questions that we have so far is how many how many more games is Kobe White going to get minutes? While, while, like, Kobe's so up and down, and while you have other guards on this team, we're a guard-heavy team, yes, nobody offers the microwave ability of, of a Kobe White, but I'm looking at this like I want Kobe to succeed. Kobe has every chance to succeed. When you have a bench that's so vastly improved and you have a passer like Goran Dragic out there, I just want, will Kobe White wake up now? We've getting Patrick Williams on the right path. Is Kobe White also going to go towards the right path? He's shown, shown improvements in certain areas of his game. The passing's better. Off the ball defense is better. Him dribbling and getting to the lanes way better. But we need to see this continually turn into a weapon for Kobe White as well. And if that thing develops, Kobe White being consistent on this bench takes this bench already from being one of the best in the league to the best in the league. If Kobe White can be consistent, can hit those shots consistently, we are that at that point heads and shoulders the best bench in the nba i feel you can talk to me about golden state's bench and all that we are that if kobe like kobe white becoming that true scorer off the bench just changes the dynamic so much for this bench team that is already like i said one of the best benches in the nba hopefully this week we start seeing improvements in the areas that we need to see from the Chicago Bulls. Let me know down below what are some of the more concerning things for you. How did that three-point shooting stacks affect you as far as like looking at, at the outlook of this team? And has the first week and a half, two weeks of this season changed your outlook either positively or negatively for the Chicago Bulls? Make sure you're also following us at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail to be played on our weekend mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls, see red. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break, Break Media. Media.